the program did a lot for me. So like, like the least I could have done was come back and share with the future students of the program. And hopefully they see what the program has to offer from when I talked to them about it. another episode of the Delaware College Scholars Podcast. On today's episode, we are joined by Cohort 5 scholar and current University of Delaware sophomore, Nicholas Allen. Nicholas talks to us about a variety of things, becoming a McDonald's manager at 19, why he ultimately wants to become a state trooper, and the influence that both his mother and father have played in his life. It's a terrific listen. It's one we did this past summer, and uh, I really hope you enjoy it. Thanks so much. We are joined today by Nicholas Christopher Allen. Are you Are you the first? Yeah, I'm the first. You're the first. And the last. And the last. Mm-hmm. Must you name your son that? Nah, he's not getting named that. He's not getting named because 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 he could not he could not uh, live up to the expectations of of Nicholas Christopher Allen. The, Absolutely. The first. I wonder how many people in this world are named Nicholas Christopher Allen. I feel like I feel like I feel like that's actually a pretty common name. I looked at my Instagram. It's like twenty. While you guys are sort of having a little moment right now about names, I'm gonna dive right in. Mm-hmm. What are some of the expectations that you hold yourself to? Just do the best I can do. Like I'm trying to finish my college, get my degree, um, become a state trooper, probably within like the next two to three years. At what moment in your life did you decide that becoming a state trooper was something that you wanted to pursue? Probably like a year ago. Like I noticed in my life, like I kind of started slipping away from what I really am. And just in that moment, I was like, I, I chose that. So What excites you about that path? Just being able to help other people and as well as the physical role it entails. How did you hear about DCS and what motivated you to ultimately apply? So my school selected two people. Um, it was, I think it was this one girl. Nah, they they put pulled us in a room, and it was like eight of us. And I think I was like the only one who pursued it. But when I saw it, I knew that was a thing for me. Like I was doing, I did Hobie that year, and DCS right after. So just seeing what it was all about, like a three week college prep program. Excited for it. Look forward to meeting different people. I mean, work's not exciting, but just being an experienced college early is always one step ahead. Was it everything that you expected, or were you surprised when you got to St. Andrew's campus on that first day? It was a lot more than I expected, like, in a positive way. Like, people there were, like, kind. I had no problem in, like, not learning my role, but, like, I didn't feel any pressure to do things I didn't want to do. Like, it was it was welcome environment. In what ways... You come to DCS as a either 15 or 16 year old rising junior in high school, and then you leave DCS as a rising freshman going to the University of Delaware. In what ways did you grow, not only necessarily from an academic standpoint, but also from a social, emotional, well-being standpoint in those three summers? So basically, DCS definitely opened me up. Like I'm not sheltered. But, like, I'm not the most, like, extroverted person. Like, although sometimes it may not seem like that, I really don't like talking to people. 
but DCS kind of like pushed me to get out of that shell, especially like with the um, talent show and things like that, especially the work, it's engaging. You never really feel you want to be engaged in what you're doing at DCS at all times because you don't want to miss out on any of the fun. And then like emotionally, I don't know, I feel like I'm pretty like emotionally balanced like all around, but it, it did bring some emotions out of me like leaving and stuff and just going through it. So what has translated from sort of your time at DCS to now you're going into your second year? Definitely work. The work, um, I'll feel more prepared. Like without it, I feel like my, my comment I've essay for one wouldn't have been as good. Um, just my experience with everything, it definitely gave me like a step ahead or step ahead for a lot of my peers. Like from that, I was able to share my experience with a lot of people I knew. And then not even just that, just like, it was just a good experience to go through. I feel like without that, I wouldn't be where I am now. Why did you decide to come back and serve as a student advisor this summer? The program did a lot for me. So like, like the least I could have done was come back and share with the future students of the program. And hopefully they see what the program has to offer from when I talked to them about it. Who instilled this trait or value of helping others, right? Because you talked a lot about why you're motivated to go on to, to be a state trooper. Mm -hmm. And you, you've also come to serve as a student advisor too, and you said that you want to help, right? Is there a particular person or moment or something that you can attribute that, that quality or skill to? Um, probably my father. Like, all my life, he showed me how to be a man and the wrongs and rights of the world. So from that, like I could see like things from a different perspective, like things aren't just black and white, like there's gray areas in life, but it's, I can just do my part to make the most out of life. And then with that, I see how other people are and not saying like, like down and like not everyone's like equal because like that's far from that. Like there's people out there better than me, way better than me and all that, but he just taught me how to just be the best person I can be. Uh, what's your major at University of Delaware? I study accounting. I'm thinking about adding a minor in Spanish. Okay, so why are we majoring in accounting, minoring in Spanish when the ultimate goal is to become a state trooper? So I can add a lot more to my bag. Like, just having an accounting degree will help me a lot more. So say when I do retire, I can further my, my income with my accounting degree. And then being a cop, like, all I need is a bachelor's degree. Like, it doesn't matter what it is. And in college, I do plan on taking criminal justice courses. What interests you most about, about accounting? Because to me, that seems very boring. So are you a numbers guy or are you a math guy? Yeah, I like math a lot. Why do you like math? It's just numbers don't lie. It's the truest thing on the earth. And then with the Spanish, like, just being able to connect with more people is definitely an opportunity worth taking. What what was the biggest adjustment that you personally had to make to college, knowing that, you know, and I hate this term, but you sort of were in these unprecedented times of you're graduating high school in COVID, you're attending University of Delaware in the fall and in the spring amidst the pandemic as well. So just what were some of the biggest adjustments that you personally had to make to succeed in year one? So right before school started, I became a manager of McDonald's. So like my workload went up like a lot. But um, the biggest adjustment is time management. And then with that, like a lot of people in my life that weren't 
like I'm not going to say we're bad, but like weren't up to what I needed to be. I had to cut a lot of people out of my life just because what I was trying to do, I didn't really see them in my future. How challenging was that, right? Because if you've had these guys with you or girls with you your whole life and they're not helping you get to where you want to be, how tough is that to cut them out knowing that you want to do bigger and better? I mean, it's definitely hard. Like, I wouldn't say I did it all myself. Like, I definitely had, like, a lot of help from my parents. So just knowing what you want to do, and if you see suit that certain people aren't going to be, people shouldn't, you shouldn't use people for the help. But if they're, like, dragging you down, you should definitely cut these people out of life because I feel in a lot better position. Like, I still have room, a lot more room to grow. But without that, like, my dad says, like, you can't grow roses with weeds in your garden. So that was definitely a big help in my life. Got to make sure you get that roundup, right? Yeah. Um, so for you, walk me through a day in the life of a manager at McDonald's. Um, basically. Because that's cool. Like, like that's like that's an accomplishment right there. At 19 years old, you're managing McDonald's. But what does that day look like for you? Um, for Nicholas Christopher Allen the first, And sort of let us know which McDonald's you manage. All right, so. From a selfish standpoint, so I know which one to go to. I managed um, at First State, so that's in um, Newport by Movies 10, um, First State Plaza. So basically... That's a far drive. Can you go to the one on Route 40? So it's like about <laughs> it's about five minutes from my house. I'm just, I can transfer there. And can I get free stuff? Yeah, for sure. All right. You so anyway, sure. walk me through the day in the life of a manager, Nick. All right. So basically, I usually work like seven to eight hour shifts, and then sometimes like more than that. Um, so as a manager, pretty much my job is to run the floor. But when there's like higher managers, like it's all about knowing your role, like seeing people can do different things, and then just putting them where that you see fit. See fit. Like some people are good on the grill, and some people are good like bagging stuff. Like so, basically, it's just a teamwork at the end of the day. Like I feel like McDonald's has taught me a lot. Like conversing with people, like trying to be a leader, like that's that's definitely a big part of it. How that's did so you... cool. Sorry, I just need to plug that in. Go, Jay. No, I just think that like, I mean, I'm listening to him talk and I'm just like, yo, that's a really great skill. Like what you said about recognizing people's strengths and putting mm -hmm. them in the best place to be successful. Like mm -hmm. you're learning that at such a young age. Like that's, I think that's pretty dope. Appreciate it. How did you feel when the opportunity came to be or when you were presented with the opportunity of becoming manager was that something that you took pride in is that something that like made you feel like hey like I obviously did well yeah just how did that make you feel uh, it was definitely a nice move not like I don't say I deserved it but obviously she had seen something in me that like like at a young age like a lot of people she doesn't see but it was definitely like an accomplishment. Like, and, and does that give you confidence knowing that somebody saw something in you to offer you that position as a young kid? Yeah, of course. Or a young man, sorry, I'm not trying to disrespect. <laughs> of course, just that goes along with like weeding your garden. Like if they're seeing this in you, like you definitely need to change your circle if your circle doesn't match that. What do you, what do you think they saw in you though? Because, and I'm not critiquing that at all, but I know that you're the manager at McDonald's, but you also work for BLS Accounting, right? Mm -hmm. And you're young, professional. 
what what do you think they're, they see in you that they are putting you in these sort of leadership positions? I don't know. When it's when it's time to do my job, like like my my work ethic is unprecedented. Like that's one thing I like I I will be able to say like I can brag about like my work ethic. That's one that I've been taught from a young age. Just do your job, so life is easier. So like, and plus they see how I get along with people. So getting along with people that just makes the job much more easier. Like I'm able to connect with the young people and the older people, just bringing everybody together to do one job. Is your work ethic a product of mom and dad? Is it a product of? Yeah. It's it's my mom. My mom's a workhorse. Like she'll go to work if she's sick. Like she just, she just, I don't know, just something about work. And then my dad, he's just, he's just something that doesn't stop. Like it's, 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 it's not weird. Like, like I'm proud of both of them. Like they both do a great job, and what each of them do. Can you, as somebody that's been a student advisor here for the last two and a half weeks, almost three weeks, and has been connecting with a variety of kids from a variety of backgrounds, what's one success story that you've had connecting with a kid, whether it's helping them with a homework assignment, whether it's helping uh, break them out of their shell, what's one success story that you've had as a student advisor that you'd like to share to our massive audience that will one day be sponsored by McDonald's because we have the manager on? <laughs> um, I, I'm, I'm going to start with something this week. Like, this week, like, the kids, a group that, like, jumps out to me, like, when I remember being an advisor, like, the kids, they just, like, although, like, they have their antics, they all just get the job done. Like, they just, they work really well together. And, like, being able to put myself in between, I feel a lot of them are able to come together and talk to each other. Like, like kids that you wouldn't normally see together. But the greatest of friends, like, two kids, they were, like, they weren't, like, having problems, but, like, they were, they were trash-talking each other. And the next thing I know, I walk in the room, both of them are just quiet, just chilling there, both doing their works. So that was definitely, like, something good to see from it. Any other questions, Jake, before I transition? No, but we know Nick's a fraud, so. Right. So, <laughs> this is our Mad Minute segment. So and if you listened, you would know, but you don't listen, so that's why you're a fraud. Someone listen to the podcast. Listen to the podcast? But yeah. you don't, so you, you don't, don't know what's coming. Yeah, but, you, <laughs> but you could have prepared. These are rapid-fire questions that you don't have much time to think about. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, favorite Pastime activity. Kickball. Are you any good? Yeah. I would, I would kill all you on kickball. Okay. Uh, Just not spike ball. Yeah, not spike ball. Or, or basketball. Or football. Nah, football. Yeah. Um, Favorite food? Spaghetti. Favorite artist? Rap. Ice Cube. Favorite song? Extradition. Favorite football player? James Harrison. Active or just all time? That's fine. James Harrison's nah. fine. So you're a Steelers fan. Yeah. That's unfortunate. <laughs> if you could visit one place in the world, where would you go? Lithuania. If we walked into a gym? If you could do one activity for the rest of your life, what would you do? Workout. Favorite DCS memory as a student? Um, the field day at St. Andrews. Um, there's a lot going on that day. Like a lot of music, kickball. Um, you just dominating people in yeah, kickball. Yeah. You're like the Mia Hamm of kickball. Yeah, of course. <laughs> All right. What's your favorite meal at McDonald's? No, I got more. We're, you we're, got more? All right. Yeah, we're going pepper. Right. What's your favorite? Because he doesn't listen. 
What's your favorite meal at McDonald's? Big Mac meal. Favorite TV show? Breaking Bad. Favorite movie? Step Brothers. Ring the bell, segment of the podcast. These are the same two questions that we ask every speaker on the podcast. What's one piece of advice you would give your 16-year-old self? Wasn't too long ago, so. Apply to more colleges. I feel like I skipped down a lot of colleges because I was lazy. I like that answer. That's a unique answer. Um, what's your why? What's your purpose? Why do you wake up every day? What's your why? Get money. <laughs> Actually, no, no, I'm playing. I'm probably. playing. <laughs> well, I mean, if, no, no, if it is, like, yeah. like, no, I, I wouldn't say it's get money, but like, like, it's definitely a big part of it. I mean, to learn something new about myself every day.